0: Backbone Takeover. My name's Nick Brown, Franny Brown from Franny Brown Town, the 14th reason, the Silver Surfer Top Deck, and I'll be your host, I'll be your guide of this next hour, and joining me to the man to my right, the oh-so-glorious one, Mr. Nathan Custerson himself, drinking a Portello Bilsons, looking phenomenal. Nathan, it was your birthday during the week, how are you?
1: Happy birthday. Nick, three B's, Sundays, what are they for? What ba- are the three B's? Backbone,
0: Bilsons. Birthdays. Fucking oath. And as you were doing a stone cold Steve Austin, you know, clashing the cans together and pouring all those uh, Portello Bilson's cans over you at the nick. same time you are looking very very sticky but not in a good way
1: oh well exactly
0: is right. there a good way to be sticky you don't um, want to be we're, sticky not, going, like, we're not going we're down, not going go
1: right? okay <laughs> no. no i feel that but no nick it's the nectar from the gods the bilson's is as you know like I, I couldn't drop a like i couldn't spill a drop like that and waste it i you, wouldn't do that you know what you know what's crazy nathan go on. yeah we talk about influence sometimes sometimes
0: we've had influence and we've been like talking about a band who haven't been talked about for Years and, and then all that week up. they'll pop up yep. with a song or something like that. Yep. And you know, I'm telling you, my local supermarket now have and four packs for $20 on and special. they are yeah. on display. There is Dozens of slabs Stacked on top of Dozens. each other It is insane It's going, It's up to the roof it's, the kind of, it's like playing a game Of fucking Jenga You gotta pull You gotta pull the slab out Hopefully none of them Fall on you Because if they do That's an expensive slab To pay for
1: Did you just watch The John Cena movie That was an I extreme did. game Of Jenga That, they played. that, that was the biggest game Of Jenga I've ever seen John Cena might be The greatest actor Of all he time is, like,
0: I think he's the Wesley Snipes Of this generation he is. And to think that Wesley Snipes Is the best actor Of his generation it's Is also Startling
1: startle- <laughs> <laughs> so, Startling sad We we'll got another S We got three so That's a- I
0: simply because of Jason Mack uh, Wesley Snipes yeah, Wesley. is the uh, is the greatest actor of his generation and Blade One is the best Marvel superhero movie bar none.
1: Yeah, well that is another influence right there, Nick. We're talking about rave scenes. We'll talk Absolutely. about that later. I'm telling you, now influence coming from us. Or Spider Man 2, the Sam Raimi one. That is
0: excellent. Gonna
1: feature in the new Spider Man. Look, don't Nathan. Anyway, don't. I can't keep up with these alternate realities in that fucking Marvel universe. It's just it's too much for me.
0: We, we had a backbone universe with uh when, did we? We, when we were beefing with what we did in the weekend for a hot Those minute, minute, but uh they're we too beautiful. We Came together for the uh, for the fundraiser and um, the Static Revenue reunion show earlier. Year. What a show! What a show, Nick! Is that the highlight of twenty twenty one? Well, there hasn't been many, so it's good. it's good. It's top twenty, I tell you that
1: much. You know what else unifies us in the, what we did on the weekend, boys? Nick, Brang? what's that, man? Ah, the beautiful drink that is Portello mm-hmm. Bilson's, Nick brand because they I think it's their favourite as well. So a- absolutely, Bilson's,
0: Nick. Get around them. If you use the code WWDOTW in the store, go to Billsons.com.au, yes. you get 15% off your next order. And also, if you spend over $50, I'm pretty sure it's still free postage, which is mental because is I it. hate... You know what I hate, Nathan? Go at it. A few things I hate in life. Give me three. Anything that's not Billsons, you... True. And when I go, when I put some things in my fucking cart, shopping cart, yep. and then it goes to the checkout, and the shipping's like twenty five bucks, and I go, well, doesn't matter, not getting it. Plus, I don't Nick. care. It's yeah. the
1: principle of it, Nathan. I don't want anything to cost for shipping. That was like a sharp. T- uh, um, was it sharp? T- I think the band was they had like this pink merch during the year. I brought yeah. it to the show, Nick, and I went to buy one of their pink, beautiful jumpers, and it was like fifty nine seventy five for shipping, and I was like, Nah, man, that ain't happening. I couldn't do it, Nick. You know what is happening, but <laughs> go, on, Nick. What's happening? <clears throat> Night and day Nathan for the jousting
0: fest it is The jousting festival it is Day and night
1: Again my favourite Kid Cudi song Got a proposal for you for that too Nick Yeah what's up mate A man during the week One of the beautiful men that shares a birthday week with me Nick Brown M- We're big gonna Paul. i will be big Paul, yes. Paul, one of the most beautiful men in the world. The thick legs of him, Nick Brown. I'm actually going to be carrying him on the jousting. Yes and the shoulders. As we go up against Mikey and you in the jousting. I- so I Mikey is carrying you. So <laughs> yes. I don't know how it's gonna work. I
0: feel i hope this happens before gloom play as well. So Mikey has to go on for like a full neck Fantastic. brace. <laughs> <laughs> night and day, Nathan. Yes. I'm to get a few things out about it. Um, night and day, December thirty and thirty one at the Kryle Castle. Castle Cryo, Nick.
1: Castle? Castle? Uh, whatever you like there. Castle. Uh, ba- how many ba- had.
0: Ballarat, yeah. After three, it's Castle. Uh, Ballarat. Early bird pre-sale tickets are available on Tuesday, the 21st of September at 10am, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Okay, this uh, week. Nicole. And also, general public sale is on Thursday, the 23rd of September at 10am, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> playing the festival, of course, are bands like Parkway Drive, yes. Polaris, Hallians are playing opera Oblivion and full, yes. Trophy Eyes Make Them Suffer, the Chats, and plus many more. Many more. This is huge. huge. Um, the bar's been set. The reception's been overwhelmingly positive. Night and day are
1: major players. They are. What a beautiful poster it is too, Nick Brown. Yes. I, am, I am a big fan of posters like this. I, you see the um the artists on there and you're just like, okay. A couple of times Unify put us off a little bit yep. with their their little posters. I'm like, no, nah, it doesn't look good. But this one, visual on the eye, Nick. I like the fact that we're at a castle too. Yep. I haven't been to a castle in a long time. So I'm going to be tripping balls when I'm inside that thing, especially that mace. So really good lineup though. Very, very impressed I was.
0: In, in, this mo- in the show, How I Met Your Mother, there's um, medieval wrestlers versus robots, and I just imagine that that's essentially going to be night and day for two days straight. It has to be. <laughs>
1: What a birthday present that was oh to wake my up. God. To, um,
0: I I have heard that there is a backup date yes. for this in April. Uh that is I, I think I saw that on the website or something like that. So, so there is something there, same as Unify who have a backup date for their festival. Yeah. Uh, this Wednesday, Nathan, Wednesday uh, the na- midweek show will be yes. we will essentially be talking man, lineup versus lineup. Yes. Simply put, unify versus, versus night and day. Yes. What do we like? What what can be approved upon? You know, naturally right now we have night and day, and if I look at the poster correctly yes, right man. now it does look like there probably aren't going to be any more additions to Night Day. There's so, no, ad, There's no plus more to be anna- uh, announced at the bottom of the festival. Yep. So, if, if I was to make a strategic guess, Nathan, Ooh. and I've never won a bet in my life, no. and I can ask my sports bet account about this, I'm
1: a loser I would in that say, too, <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I know all too well.
0: I would say mm-hmm. that uh, there's not going to be any more no. additions there, Nathan. But, with that said,
1: I don't think they need to. I don't think they, they need to either. <laughs> either.
0: This is insane. Uh, we, we talk about like expectations, and naturally, when a festival comes in for the first time, it kind of, you know, you, you don't know what to think. They have to set their own bar. And they've blown out any expectations. We were kind of just joking about the potential of Parkway Drive two weeks ago, and here we are: Parkway Drive and Polaris, two of the three Ps. One Nathan, punch, and we're yeah. pendulum away from the three Ps that we've always wanted. Imagine if that actually
1: happened one day, Nick. That is—that's the, the dream of our festival, going lives and fiends that we are. So, but dude, yeah, getting Polaris and Parkway are both massive because, like, we thought immediately if you can get Parkway for any kind of festival, you're going to be selling that out pretty quickly. So they haven't done their tour with. Every time I die. And it was a hate breed, I think, the yeah. three. So and was it Thy Art, the fourth band on might that? Oh, it might have been. Well, it was a massive tour they had slated. So this is going to be their first show in God knows how long. So very lucky. I'm very excited. We're very spoiled here, I think.
0: We are. We are very spoiled. But naturally, this is going to breed competition. Oh, um, yes. Man. This seems like, I don't know. I, again, we don't know anything. We I, I know we pretend like we know a lot. We don't know much. We make it up as I, we go. I genuinely here. think this is like...
1: This festival was almost done in spite of Unify. Well, I had a question for you. I was going to ask on the show, but um, do you think Unify knew this was happening? Like oh how, God, like I wish. How soon in the piece do you think they knew? Like when they were booking bands, they're like, "Oh no, we're not available." And they're thinking, "Okay, that's the 30, 13th band <laughs> that <they've> rejected <laughs> us. They're busy on these dates. They've they've, they've committed to something else." So, oh, that's, that's a, it's so interesting be so to think that. So about funny it, it is.
0: Imagine them two weeks ago, like seeing that there's going to be a festival over New Year's, and they're like, "Oh no,
1: <laughs> oh shit, like." That what is, is this? so fucking good. Well, just seeing Destroy All Lines too, like yeah. being a part of it, they would have
0: known straight away. Oh fuck! Actually, you go going back to your poster thing about Night and Day oh, having yes. a fantastic poster. You know what the last amazing poster was? Go on, it. Good things by, oh, yes. which is done by Destroy All Lines. The is. 2019 poster was insane. Is that something that they like, pride themselves on? Nick? It's like an album. Art, it's like album artwork. It's the album artwork equivalent for a festival poster. It's just something to suck you in, Nathan. It doesn't take much to suck me in. So going back to what I was saying, the idea of this festival almost being in spite of Unified now. We've always loved Unify. Let's get this out of the way first. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like we're shitting on it. I know a lot of people are saying that you know, going over about how Night Days 100 percent better than Unify, and I think both lineups are really good. We'll talk about more about that on Wednesday. But I also, again, think that that's, that's an expectation thing. We expect Unify to be great every year. We didn't have any expectation for this festival, so it's kind of like a free festival in many respects. Diversity but, is the key to absolutely. It? And there, there are a lot of things where, like, let's talk about this. What are some of the issues that we've had over the years with Unify, right? Random weekend in January. It's, oh, never, yes. been, it's never been specific. No. It's never been, no on, on a, it's never been on a public holiday. It's never been over New Year's. We've consistently said, put this on New Year's. But it's always felt like they didn't want to because of maybe competition. Yeah. Um. They don't want to compete with the Falls Festivals and the Beyond the Valleys. And I understand that. I can only imagine how fucking how much of a risk that could be. And that's always been something, night and day have gone, fuck this, we're going for a major date. And something, you know, no one's working during these times, hopefully.
1: Well, that's the massive appeal for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The other one, Nathan, is... The weather in Unify has always been shit,
1: yeah. and that's
0: naturally made it really hard for camping and all that. You know, Unify is done in a fucking wind farm, essentially. It so, is so like it's insane. And last Unify, 2020, was so fucking harsh, and it was so tough to Terrible go through. It. it made me question never going to it again. Yep. And the, it, you know what I love about this is, you get to you know you go back to a house, you go to an Airbnb or a hotel or yep. whatever it may be. You can actually get a good night's sleep. You know, Unify you could never get a good sleep. You can yeah. shower too. Absolutely, you can shower. <clears throat> Big appeal. You don't have the sun waking you up at no. eight eight thirty in the morning and then you have four hours to wait before the first band play. Mm. You it's essentially what happens, you can sleep until eleven thirty, get actually you can go to sleep at four AM, wake up at eleven thirty, get nearly eight hours refreshing. of sleep and then be there for the first band, which exactly. I think starts at one. I think which doors is... open at midday both days and they start at one.
1: So much better too.
0: I also think I I think I remember seeing that the first night is actually finishing like eleven o'clock at night and the second night is finishing at like one AM because it's New Year's, of there course. It go. goes yeah. over. Yeah. That's so fucking good. Oh, it's so much How better much, than Unify. Again, oh, Unify, <laughs> which has been going... It just drags yeah, and it drags. Does. And I feel so bad for the for Saturday headliners every year, which is a weird thing to say. And I must admit, Naif, having a fucking theme. Uh, we've been talking about this as well. With or Just having like a dress-up theme for something. Soundwave tried this every year. They tried to have a theme via, yeah. via their poster, whether they had like the superhero theme one mm-hmm. year, or they had whatever it may have been. And they had the Egyptian theme in one of the early ones. And it's like... They Unify never wanted to do this and Night Day have gone, you know what, fuck this. I love Braveheart. I love the Knight's Tale featuring Heath Ledger. Rest in peace And it's
1: going to be A fucking fantastic time What are you going to be wearing? Well Nick Braveheart's my favourite movie Of all time yeah. So I might just come As William Wallace himself So Fantastic Even that or his big like Axe wielding friend I forgot what his name is. I think it's Jacob Is it yeah, Gimli? Because I'm going as Gimli Well he's a bigger <laughs> version Of Gimli Nick Brown. That's it's, Scottish Is so. Lord
0: of the Rings uh, Is that considered medieval? It has to be Nick Surely
1: It ties in with the, um, the, the outfits And stuff So <laughs> all you need Go as fucking Gimli It'd be great <laughs>
0: I love this so much. Oh,
1: Gimli, big Gimli, Gimli. Uh,
0: uh, Dave, uh, just just quickly on this lineup, who are the who are the standouts for you right now?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Well, clearly the two headliners for me, but I actually like the chats being mm. involved here. A bit of diversity on the lineup. Nick. Fuck I, you. I do like this. Fuck Nick. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, honestly, seen um, the, actually seen a couple of locals in like Windmaker who we haven't really heard any new things from in a long time. They'll be debuting, hopefully, some new music. We've got Gloom, our mates in there. Little bands like that. Then you got Make Them Suffer. They get to play, you get to see Contraband for the first time live, things like that. Being on New Year's itself, whether it's going to be Polaris playing a song or a Parkway. Is Parkway on the, the Friday or the Saturday? Do we Parkway know? playing so New Year's. So Parkway the Saturday. So they'll play, what, what song will be leading into New Year's, do you uh, think? Absolutely,
0: 100%. Then it is going to be, they're going to be doing
1: a cover. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Pendulum no. song, Nick.
0: No, um, I would if I had to guess, um okay, instead of, you know how like when they play P- Deliver Me Live, they oh, go no. one, two, three, deliver me, they go three, two, one, deliver, fireworks, new years, Pyro. everyone fucking kills
1: each other. Is that what the it's dragon a- pops up? Absolutely. Postal? Yeah, that's exactly None. it.
0: I've heard that the uh the is actually gonna be a multi-million dollar stage. Oh. And they're actually flying in an actual dragon from Scotland, so it's gonna be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: has to be from Scotland, Nick. <laughs> yes.
0: oh, that was the oh first country God. that came to mind when I fought a dragon. Well,
1: Braveheart as well is from there you go. There, so. I don't
0: know where Gimli's from. he, he looks Scottish, doesn't doesn't sounds
1: it? Scottish too. When <laughs> I said that before, I'm thinking, I think that guy is Scottish. So. <laughs> Fuck it, no, no, it's good. It's a really good lineup.
0: Yeah, so. and I also, like, we'll talk about this off mic. I love the fact that I don't love every act on here. You know, I'm, we're getting a bit older now, Nathan, and when we go to festivals, the last thing I want to do is want to see all 20 acts on here. It looks like, you know, it's 20 acts, so 10 acts per day, I would say. Nathan, I, my, my year 12s mass degree has kind of concluded that. There's it has. 10, 10 bands per day, but I like the fact that there's about five or six bands, and I'm like, eh. Not really my thing. I can go do whatever I want. I can go to the torture room, listen to some Amity. I can go to the maze, get lost in there. Or I can, I don't know what else, a third thing. I can't think of a third thing, Nathan. I'm sure there's something else to do.
1: Well, Shallon Bicky's Nick is normally what they Shalling say. Bicky's? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But um, obviously, there's like a fucking ale hole, whatever they call it as well, Nick Brown. Yeah. So I'm sure I'll be spending. The,
0: did you say K hole or ale hole? Oh, I don't
1: know. We're going to make up with that or what you like, Nick Brown, especially in Year's night. But um, no, nah, dude, honestly, we'll be spending a lot of time. In the ale halls, hopefully we get to talk to a few bands over the weekend yes. too, and then, yeah, spending time with the boys. Like, uh, I think that's going to be the coming out party for a lot of people. So that's the appeal for me. So we'll be catching up with our mates, and there the are, bands are just a little bit, bit of an appeal on top. Nick, there are
0: also acoustic stages. I've, I've seen. If I look at the map correctly, there's like three acoustic halls. So I'm hoping that Have one. You've been them, asked
1: to? Uh,
0: not yet. Okay. I've been almost annoyed at this. There might be a live podcast going on, but who knows? Um, that's there should
1: be. There is, no, absolutely, but absolutely isn't. Imagine that in the ale hall, <laughs> Nick Brown? Put us on at like 10 p.m. Like, Why not? Just absolutely in out the of everything. <laughs> Climbing fucking fences again. My God. Just keep me away, David. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hallian's Playing Opera Oblivion is
0: pretty cool, but, right, five years in the, in the making for that. Um, we were literally talking about it being a classic album Lotus two Adam. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, for
1: those who haven't listened to that episode a couple of weeks back oh, on yeah. the Wednesday, this is really cool. It is. It's a massive appeal. Quality of life, threshold, songs like that. They. That I really I remember listening to that album when it first came out. I was actually at my job and I was early morning and I listened to it three times on repeat and I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm like yeah, okay, that's, that's definitely a response. And then, no, no, honestly, no. I really enjoyed the album and then we went and saw. I think it was at Chelsea Heights, me and our mate Mitch, and we thought, yeah, this is really cool. And Hallians kind of felt like they blew up a little bit from that album, like in Australia yeah, especially. Actually. Like they're an established band, but from that album, it kind of propelled them into a different echelon of playing unifies and slots at festivals and on bands and. Gigs and stuff, so I really enjoy that album. And to see it live is going to be fantastic. I did not even know there are still a band, so. yeah. There you
0: go. And it's also, I would assume that Hallians and Trophy Eyes will be the second played bands on each night. Nights, yeah. yep. I Easy. don't know which will be which, but also Hallians are playing classics on top of that album. Yes, so question for you, Nave. Yes, if, I, if there was one song that you told Hallians to play that isn't on Opera Oblivion oh that
1: they could play, you know, because they're going to play an extra four or five songs, is there a song that comes to mind right off the top of my head, Nick? You've absolutely thrown me. I was just thinking of the, the new songs like X, I like that song. Uh, Something like, are you thinking old school? Like, we- look, I'm going daughters off Die Young. Oh, so okay, I was just, like, <laughs> one of the greatest breakdowns of all well, time. Yeah, I don't give a the- fuck. Imagine that on the actual. Or music. <laughs> Nah, dude, honestly, like Hallian's are just one of those bands with that. Like They can either go old school and play some of those songs or play their new school shit. Yeah. So. They do have a great catalog, but um, I don't know how long are they going to play. Like we don't know what the set times going to be, and how do, how do we not think of this, Nathan? The song Hallians with, so with be JJ real, with be real. JJ as well. <laughs> okay, well, sold. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going. On that was that the song you popped your shoulder out to? That's yeah, no, no, no I purposes. wish
0: it was. I didn't even make it that long at oh the set. God. The first Unify I popped my shoulder out what was, it was song, a yeah? Sunday. I think it was. Um, I can't remember what the name is. We dun, 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 dun. If anyone knows what that song is, I'll please send message. It's one of the early ones. It might be the penultimate year or whatever it was. Is that uh, what we
1: do the jousting moment? Yeah, like, absolutely. We, okay, we'd better not do the show. I feel genuinely.
0: I feel bad for any security guard who's working this. Event oh, it'd be Because horrible. they have not, not fun at the same time. But you know what I heard? I've recently heard um, about this place, Cryo Castle. Apparently, people rented it out for raves. Oh, shit. It's not like uncommon at all. Like they oh, would no. literally rent out that venue and they would just have a massive rave there. So, like maybe the security fucking love it.
1: How big is this joint? I'm I don't just thinking it. I've driven past the joint. I didn't think it was that big. Yeah. So. To actually think of how many thousands people are going to be inside it for the actual festival itself—it's. I'm pretty sure David Guetta has
0: a residency there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you see Nick? I oh know this isn't our scene. But did you see Steve Aoki what at the doing? new Las Vegas stadium? No. What do you do? So doing? they had their opening like with the, the fans of the NFL over the weekend, and um, Steve Aoki, obviously resident DJ in Las Vegas. Yeah, he was there. What would he do? Oh, he was just DJing. So like <sighs> in between like touchdowns, he's an animal. And Steve Aoki's iconic. Yeah, unbelievable.
0: They were showing. I can't remember what the music video was. There's like a really, really old music video. that's way before Steve Aoki oh. was um, anything. And it, it's him just in the background. It's like one of. I can't even remember. It's like an old rock band or something like oh. that. And he's just there, just standing and like. And someone just points out, like that's Steve Aoki.
1: <laughs> we just like oh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Then he made turbulence and turned the world upside down. One oh, of the did. best songs, dude. Seriously, you got to look at this. Also, Lil Jon underrated. <laughs> underrated. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! There you go. <laughs> Shut up. core was great, oh and Little God. John was the leader of that fucking sound. David but yeah, night and day. Nate, uh final thoughts?
1: Yeah, on very ex- right now, <laughs> very optimistic and excited. Just hopefully it goes through on New Year's. I really yeah, I want, want that. that.
0: It's the big one, isn't it? That's yeah. the big, the big question. We did have the roadmap announced today, and who knows? I'm not gonna. I, I don't want to be too negative. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, there were some massive releases, but this week, big songs, and we need to talk about a few of them. Uh, it's kind of an easy one to start with. Bring me the horizon. Die For You.
1: Whoa, why are they going with the
0: four here, Nick? What have they done? Have they not been listening? It's it's annoying. Yeah. It's annoying as fuck. I know uh, Falling Reverse have a song called Die For You, I'm pretty sure. Do they? Uh, off the one of their albums. I'm <laughs> pretty sure The
1: Weeknd <laughs> has a song called Die For You as well. The Weeknd's better than all of them, yeah, so I don't know what you're talking
0: about. My God. Uh, what do you think of the song,
1: Dave? Uh Dude, uh, it was okay. Where I started with this. So I heard this early in the morning on the Friday as the first impression. I was a little bit scared when I first heard I was like, oh shit, what is, what is happening here at the start? Very Bieberish in style, very pop. But then, obviously, the song builds and yep. it becomes a Bring Me song. And I actually, like, there's actually, it reminded me a little bit of what Amity tried to do on the Misery album. Okay. So you listen back, I listen to a song like Ivy Doomsday. Like, <laughs> Amity clearly didn't nail this sound. But <laughs> Bring Me have really brought about that sound and nailed it in the way that they do it. They've got a great hook here. They're actually, it's like a porn star solo in the, um, yeah. the end of the song. Lyrically, it's not the most technical of all these songs but um, dude no I enjoyed it I think the sound was really good I think um, the progression from post survival human horror was evident so still enough bring me there to what they did in that but to change it as well so they, they are evolving which is good, and um, dude, I enjoyed the song. It just it's bring me. I stopped listening to you as soon as you said porn star solo. Sorry, I got I got lost oh, in my so- own thoughts. <laughs>
0: Sorry,
1: <laughs> no. I thought you were in the K hole again. It was a Billson's version. You know, this song the song
0: gives me a vibe of like the song one by one off the off post uh, human survival horror, yep. especially the way the verses work. Vocally, I think it's quite the the melodies are very similar. Yep. I don't mind this song. I think it's okay. Um, not a brilliant. Song yeah, it's not it's not like a crazy song. If this was off post human, this would be one of the songs I probably skip on here. Um, I don't really, it doesn't really matter to me. I've, I've always really loved Bring Me's new stuff as well. So I don't really, I've never really been like one of those, you know, they have to go heavy. Cause I think Bring me sometimes are much better when they're much more like, that radio friendly rock yeah. I think teardrops and songs like that are perfect examples of that and songs like fucking drown and thrown like oh, yeah. all those songs are just some of their best they've ever done hook friendly to Absolutely. all those songs but this one does I don't know it just doesn't feel like it progresses enough for me and it feels a little bit predictable not in a good way sometimes predictability is good but this way it's a little bit too basic for my liking they've ripped us off what well, have
1: they done they've been listening to the show so for obvious reasons they didn't listen about the four being in the name of the track mm. but the film clip Yes. Is the blood rave scene from Blade 1. I'm furious. furious. They have come out. Ollie Sykes directed this video. So Ollie becoming a mogul, doing the, the producing, doing the fucking videos now, doing the songwriting, all that stuff. Yeah, he also
0: has vampire teeth in the video no he actually has vampire teeth he's oh. actually got them put in really so like he's sh- he shaped the I, teeth look, I way, follow, I follow Ollie Sykes on TikTok and fuck. I have nothing on TikTok ever been proven to be false so I've, I've seen a figure and he's got vampire teeth
1: David I swear to fuck so that maybe is, he's the new Wesley Snipes that is gold he's the new John Cena of his generation but they owe us a fucking cut from this whatever they make <laughs> from this song Nick I'm telling you we've been talking about getting a blood rave scene from the from Blade for I don't know how long yeah. so it's finally happened but yeah Dude, um, as you say, like the progression from post-survival human horror, probably like on the softer side, as we knew they were going to go. They said, I think they were going to do three. Was it three split EPs yeah. that they were going to do? So this is the progression we're going to, obviously going to be the poppier side of things here. So that's what we're going to think. But um, what can you see them going from this? Like, do we? They reckon we're going to get another release this year, or is this just a standalone <sighs> single? I think that
0: we could get one this year. I, it's always weird with Bring Me. I have seen like, you know, there's been snippets that have been going around. You know, all not too afraid of sharing snippets um, yes. to newer fans yep. and some of the stuff's still heavy like some of the stuff yeah, still okay. has him like doing his like his yells doing like the there is a hell kind of screams kind of thing like he still has that in him and he still seems to be doing that so I feel like this could just be you know them trying to test the waters of what they could do on a pop radio kind of level which just is seems, fine yeah. and they've, they've already tested that and they yep. they obviously know that they could do it they have the formula they're one of the few bands that really do have that formula whether we like it or not like this is one of the only songs really of the pop kind of nature of Bring Me That I don't really love. Yeah, you no, know, I'll follow. Is probably another and yeah. uh, Mother Tongue off Ammo. I just thought was a little bit too chain smokery for its
1: own fucking good. It's very top forty issues, isn't it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That an,
1: initial hook is just like oh,
0: and it's not a bad thing at no. all. It's just like you know that's what the band want to do, and yeah. they've you know, again people who go on about you know they need to go back to their old sound. You still have that old sound to go back to.
1: Oh, exactly, and if, dude.
0: And anyone who says Count Your Blessings is their best album, it's not even on Spotify. You don't have an opinion.
1: Who, <laughs> who did you think of when you first heard it? I I honestly I'm like what is this like rap style like I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Bieber like I said Bieber in my review yeah. but like who did you think of when you first heard it we just like oh Um I was a little bit turned away it, remi- I
0: it reminded lie. me of kind of a lot of those like I don't know kind of those sing rappers kind Post of Maloney thing. Kind like, of kind of yeah things. absolutely yeah. something like a Post Malone wouldn't be out of place for something like this you kind of bang on with something like Bieber like I don't think yeah. it's too far out of out of the way um but you know it's still Ollie, like you know Well they so, bring like, it
1: back to their style absolutely don't they?
0: Yeah. yeah so like yeah anything there like it still bring me and I, I completely get if people love this. Song, yeah it's yeah. catchy as shit But it's just yeah. Very catchy For me yeah, It's not not my favourite I'll probably still give it a few listens Yes
1: uh, Nathan, It's not a top 20 song No nah, not Put yet Put it that way yes
0: Nathan Not yet I say that like <laughs> Tomorrow <laughs> might be <laughs> Oh no uh, The Amity Fliction Like Love Is a song Like Love um, Can I take the new ball here For this one
1: Take the new Cherry Nick You know what
0: This might be the best Amity song I've heard
1: in a while Of all time
0: Nah not no all Of all time We're not, Let's not get out of our thing Top 5 I don't think this is amazing I'm not really I'm not gonna probably go back to this Too often over the next few months but when I listen to this, Aaron's hook is fantastic. Amazing. Really it's good. A great hook. And he's got he's got great hooks even through like the Shit Era of Amity. He has always had those hooks as you said songs like Ivy and that have always been Drag the lake have always been great hooks that have kind of helped Amity put out serviceable albums. Just looking at forever as well on the Yeah, Young forever Abs- album. Pretty absolutely. Good. Um, it's so for that reason like I kind of dig this song. It's not you know Chasing Ghosts era, it's not Young Bloods era, it's not even Let the Ocean Take Me era. But it's a new era of Amity. The breakdown kind of hits and Joel kind of, I don't know, sometimes I can't understand a fucking thing Joel's saying and it, it kind of bugs me a little bit. I've watched the video clip and it's a very strange mm-hmm. one. Um, this song is, I think, dedicated to SK, right? Sean Kennedy, yep. yep. So yeah. there is obviously meaning towards that and that might be part of the reason why I feel like I like it a bit more. But um, I think as a song, like this is a, one of the better ones I've heard from Abney in, in years.
1: There you go. So yeah, it's a dedication to Sean Kennedy as we continue to crack open Bilsons in the, here in the background, Nick Brown. But um. Mm-hmm. The violins give it a nice kind of epic vibe, which I actually grew to enjoy over the the couple of listens that I gave it, and then like it's very typical Amity as yep. we know. So we have got a massive hook from Iron Joel popping in with these screams as he does. It actually reminds me a lot of where Architects are at at their yeah. career. So it's a very similar sound to what they've kind of given us post Holy Hell, which I really like. I, I, I if you. Uh, I, Enjoy a couple of their songs, and I think this is on the better section, like in fitting into that range. Yeah. But um, as you say, great hook, like a really good hook. The lyrics are very deep. So I like when I first heard it, the first few times, I was like yeah, it's a pretty good song. And then you listen and you actually learn the the meanings behind it, and you kind of get the story there. But um, they've also Nick, they pushed back their tour, which was slated okay. obviously yeah. for, for October. That was with Void Nerve Damage and Wax. So that's going to be pushed back to February. So. That's another one that'll be post-Unify if we get Unify during the normal times. But yeah, dude, as you say, they're always going to release a single before Unify. This is what it is. Whether it's going to be on a new album, we don't know. But um, yeah, I I was the same. I enjoyed it. Interesting that they're like, imagine... I can only imagine again going back to the Unify thing. Um,
0: yeah, if people are in- wondering if they should go to the festival and then they had the Amni tour like three weeks after Unify, whatever it may be, it, it, m- it, it might stop go. people from buying tickets mm. to Unify. I'm yeah, Again, I'm just kind of making up shit at this stage. Uh, but now if like... Yeah, you know, two two decent songs. I think. Yes. Bring me an amity. Yeah. Can we talk about the song of the year now? Yeah, Nick. Okay, it. perfect. Every new time chair, I die. Every time I die. Planet shit. Yeah. Um, new song of the year. New song of the past five years. New song. New songs since every time I die released their last album. I don't know. Whatever you want to go with. Really a trivia um, question for you, Nick. Um, I dis- This is disgusting. This is disgust. Not. This is bare tooth disgusting. <laughs>
1: it's un- it's
0: disgusting. My, One of my favorite albums. this is, this is unbelievable. I fucking am obsessed with this song the riffs on this track are dumb are so fucking dumb i like you know 20 percent on a maths test which i usually got in year 12 sorts of dumb name but i don't like it one bit and at the same time i think it might be one of the best every time i start die songs ever
1: <laughs> how can i actually disagree with anything that you just said there but dude like it's classic every time i die it could honestly fit onto any of the albums that they've released in the last yep. 10 years which i think is a testament to the band because like if you, you're you not pigeonholed whilst still kind of s- sounding the same, like it just means that good you are as a band and that's what they're showing again. Planet Shit. Early trivia question for you, Nick. Brown. Yep. How many songs have Every Time I Die released since Low Teens? Is it A, 3, B, 4, C, 5, D, 6? Fuck. Uh, 4, B. You going 4, B? Yep. Uh, I'm sorry, Nick. It's, not, it's actually 5. So all... <sighs> off- so, A Colossal Wreck, Desperate Pleasures, we got last year, made the 100. AWOL, Post Boredom, and Now Planet Shit. Yeah. All going to be on Radical, which is coming out October 22nd, Nick Fuck Brown. Yeah. But, um, dude, this is one of the greatest songs of all time. <laughs> like, I know people are just going to say, just tone it down, Nathan. You say that no, so much. No. But, Nick, this is pure, like, hardcore slash punk greatness. That, yeah. That's what I've got written here. And, like, I know it goes for four minutes, but it just shows what should be in a four minute song, Nick Brown. It's basically what they're saying. All the metalcore or the generic bands, I like to call them, they fit. The same so- like kind of shit in there four minutes and we get bored, but this goes to so many loops and fucking ranges and ke- like Keith Buckley sounds amazing. The riffs are amazing. The double kick part, Nick itself, is mm-hmm. fucking amazing. So. Dude, I can just picture the madness live. That's what I'm actually like. As soon as I heard, I'm like, oh my god! I can just imagine the pit live. Imagine a couple of beers flowing. Like, it'd be so much fun.
0: Mad, 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 madness by Muse. There you go. That's a cool little trivia one Ooh, for you, Nate. I know. Oh, there okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. That's very very clear. What, th- f- what the fuck were we talking <laughs> about? <laughs> no, uh, tell me, I this is just silly. I, I'm it sorry. <laughs> like out of all, like I for, I love every every time I die song. Mm. I'm kind of contractually obligated to love them. Um. And with this one, it's just kind of like, this is going to be Song of the Year. I, I don't know if it's we're the- allowed to give a song called Planet Shit the Song of the Year. It doesn't sound very, like, doesn't sound award-worthy, but it just is. It's by far their best
1: of the five. Yeah, like, absolutely. It's not even close. And like, I really enjoyed Colossal Wreck and Desperate Pleasures from last year. They're both really good songs. I thought AWOL was pretty good, very... um, And then also, sorry, um, Post Boredom was pretty good as well. Yeah. I, like, I'm always going to like it every time I die a song, but... This is on a different level, dude. So, this is like you say, this is in the contenders for the uh, the song of the year. So, what a week. Contender? Like we this is week. it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> this so is
0: the song of the year. Not, like,
1: honestly, like for a massive week, we got Night and Day, we got Bring Me, we got Amity, and now we got Every Time I Die, dropping a fucking random single. Then we got a big album as well, Nick. Brown. Well, let's talk
0: about that, mate. Spirit Box, Nick. Spirit Box released the album Eternal Blue. Um, I would argue this is probably the most anticipated album of the year probably more so than the Architects record definitely for us I'd yeah say. Um, definitely more than the day to remember because I think even as a whole this, knew was the scene, everyone knew it was kind of <laughs> gonna suck but it, I'd say it probably is more than Architects it felt so big and I've, you know the Architects album seems so fucking long ago man I can't, I can't remember the last time I listened to that shit but the hype has been crazy um, to a point where I felt like it could actually hinder the album you know like everyone's just the amount of times that I've seen people go like this is they're the best band ever and we've said it to have said they have huge they have headline potential Ben like Spirit Box they do they do and a song like Holy Roller pl- proves that but a couple of the recent singles they released weren't as good still good not on that level not on that level and we kind of got us thinking well maybe this isn't going to be the album that everybody wants it to be Naif shiny new cherry new shiny cherry? new bill since you've just cracked open oh, a new I one and I've got to ask yep. has Eternal Blue lived up to the hype
1: I think, yes, it reminded me a lot of what Polaris did on The Mortal Coil, Nick. So we got a few singles early, and we're like, yeah, this is going to be really good. And they kind of followed on from that. And like, this is how I'm going to judge albums from now on, Nick. So I've written this. Mm. There aren't any bad tracks. So that immediately, you tick that off the list. So like, if you're going to have a throwaway song, immediately, I'm going to be kind of off it straight away. And if there's multiple, immediately, you're just going to be like this. Albums average. There's none of those, but the question I raised to you, as yes. well, Nick Bryant, and to anyone out there, how many great songs are okay. there on an album? So if you're looking at an album, there's two to three great songs. You got a couple of decent ones. It's just going to be a kind of good album. But if you can get five to six great songs, you're on the the like you're in the upper echelon of the year. And I think there's enough here not to call it a classic, but I think it's definitely in that upper echelon of 2021 so far. Sun Killer is a great opener. I'm um, going through with the Secret Garden and the title track itself, Eternal Blue, really good songs. Constant Circle with me Gray. great. Then you got Yellow Jacket, which is... I've got a funny story, Dick Brown. Yeah. So when I knew Sam Carter. We did a I gave you a trivia question a few weeks ago about him doing a feature on the album. I listen to this at work. So I'm just listening, I'm like when the fuck did the guy in Spiritbox start doing backing vocals? <laughs> I actually didn't know it was Carter at the first few listens because like I went through and like, it doesn't actually sound that much like him, which is yeah. good. I actually think it fitted the track and it was a really good hook. I thought they did that really well. But um, you've got Holy Roller, probably didn't need to be on the album, but it made the album, which yeah. makes it another great song to tick off onto the album. And as far as it goes, like uh, as far as albums this year it goes, I think it's as good as any debut album that we've probably heard in the last few years. Like yep. Probably not on the Mortal Coils level, but in that realm. I think it's probably as good as the Dark Pool, and we love that album. Yeah. So I'm going to tick that off. But um, dude, Cornelia Plant, yeah, her vocal range. So did you watch that interview during the week? There was a little chat. that I think it was Brownie. Had no, a I, chat d- with I haven't her. seen. Yeah, I had a little chat with her and kind of she opens up about a few things. But what she can do with her vocals, like both soft, both heavy, like it gives them such range, dude. And yeah. I really enjoyed that. And it's 43 minutes. It's a long album, so 12 songs, a lot of a lot of music there. But I really enjoyed it. What did you think? Hmm. I'm kidding. I really like this. Oh. I, was about,
0: I was about to like. Should've, should've pull, have that ethic. Bring the hammer down. No, um, I've, I've had a lot of fun with this album. Uh, I felt like, you know, I understand Holy Roller being on here because, you know, they are still an up and coming band. They're it's not the debut not, album. Yeah, it's yeah. not like they're this. They're this band who are really established. I would have been a bit more critical if they did that. If, if Architects do that, I'm much more critical than if Spirit Box do it. Um, Canadian band, yeah.
1: They are so they're not in the UK versus US yeah. argument. So they are Canadian. That's
0: crazy. I, I always thought they were UK. They always felt UK to me. We'll throw them over there. I don't Nick. know why. It they always them. felt not UK. <laughs> uh, there is some. There are some bangers on you. Oh, As dude. you said, Sunkill is great. I love Hurt You. I think Hurt You's really well done. Has that kind of deaf tones kind of vibe to it. Yeah. The chorus is really asking Alexandria. Um, like asking. probably from death to destiny in the era. There's a so- I'm sure I could find a song that it sounds kind of similar to, but in a, in a good way, not in a ripoff way. You know what? I'm not as huge on, on the yellow jacket with Sam Carter as everybody else. There are moments in there where he feels like he's off key. I don't know what it is. I get that. Yeah, it feels a little that. bit off-key, and that's a, it's a bit off-putting to me. The song's pretty decent. I just love but the hook. I reckon oh, the hook in that is great. Yeah. yeah, I get that. Uh, there are some really great tracks on here. I really like S- uh, Silk and the Strings is really great. Heavy. I really love We Live in a Strange World. Yep. It's a really fun track. Uh,
1: I think, Hel- uh, what is it, Halcyon? Halcyon, yep.
0: Halcyon's a really cool track as well. Pretty fucking nuts,
1: that, that song, I must admit. <laughs> when you go through them like that, dude. There is no bad songs. Yeah, well, we're,
0: you you said about four different songs, and what I said, so it's like you know
1: you add it together, two plus two equals seventeen, and here we go, we got a great album. Here. You know, you know what that reminds me of? Yeah. So we got that with Make Them Suffer last year. Mm. How to Survive a Funeral? Yeah, and they really we 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 went through that at the end of the year. We're like, is it an album of the year? And you like you go through the album, and it's like there's no bad songs, dude. Yeah. It's like each each of these songs are really good, and it's like, well, okay, it's a really good album, and like. That's the. That's, I think you need to equate that to any kind of album that you listen to. How many great songs are on there? And I think, like you say, we've named a lot.
0: So. But also, I would almost argue not in um, kind of to go against it, make them suffer a comparison because I think it's there. But also, how the Survive Funeral felt like you know, ten or eleven individual tracks. Whereas, whereas this, this like feels album. like a yes. bit more albinesque. It that. feels a little bit more tied in. Yeah, you know, I, I don't love every track. There are a couple here that I'm like, meh. Like kind of a couple like I don't really love the song. Um I think it's the summit. I think that song's kind of a bit yeah, meh kind of... to me, but that's okay. Um yeah, a few little songs probably start a little bit too similar with like kind of that little symphony kind of shit that comes in, maybe kind of fiddly guitar or fiddly um bass, and then you kind of have that the boom boom kind of drums. Boom. Yeah it sounds like every <laughs> <laughs> Someone write a song like that, it'd be fantastic. But, uh, like, other than that, like, those are really minor gripes. And, like, you know, I only got that on probably the, the second or third listen of the album. Where the first listen, I thought it was just kind of, you know, pure bliss, muse style. Pure bliss. Now. Origin of Symmetry, probably their best album, too. Uh, but, look, is this the album of the year? I don't know. we got to give it a bit more time, naturally. Like, I think people, you know, it's hard to give reviews when an album's only been out for two days, right? But, Is this has this live up to the hype? I'd say it has. It's definitely in the range. It definitely has. Um, I think it's a great album. I don't know if this is amazing. I don't know if this is a ten out of ten. I don't think it's a classic. Time will tell, right? We don't. We don't know. Like so, certain albums age better. uh, But you know what? Spirit Box, we we thought that they could be that kind of next festival headliner coming through in the next five to ten years. It looks like I, they kind of yeah. This solidifies it, right? That's what I mean, this dude. Is like it. they're there. I don't want to say they're the next big thing because you know Brock Lesnar is <laughs> yeah. um, from two thousand two. But I
1: don't care what anyone says.
0: <laughs> but I really do think that um, that Spirit Box kind of it is that sky is the limit kind of thing. I know there is a lot of. Um, publications like Metal Hammer and all that that are just riding this into the ground like really? going okay. every song's like this is the new best band going Code you have to style. listen to this and that might throw some people off naturally but for every person it throws off it's going to throw more people onto them so hopefully that kind of happens yep. hopefully Spirit Box could come down to Australia in the next year or two when that is allowed interesting and where they play
1: on a festival absolutely too.
0: who knows if they jump on a bill like mm. imagine them jump like imagine architects coming on obviously they have some sort of relationship now they're being on yes. song together yes. and bringing Spirit Box as a main support oh, like, that's just that writes itself right
1: 100 yeah. you can put them on an amity tour they could play underneath an amity you go around with the polaris like like i reckon that'd be a great bill seeing polaris and spirit yeah. box but
0: or they could just headline themselves and see what oh, they can do just or, test
1: the waters and that's the thing like going forward it's kind of like the new world like uh, it's kind of how we're going to go with these yeah. bands coming out back to australia if they are going to do their own solo tours but oh, i think what we're going to get from them coming forward is this over and over i yeah. think they're just going to be a consistent band keeps churning out quality music like this and I think they're still hungry enough to really make a difference in the scene and that's what you want and Courtney leading the way She's the, the new breed of um, female vocalist, and she's dominating. So yeah. I really enjoy this album.
0: I love the range. I love the um, kind of the variation upon the songs.
1: There's enough going on here to keep me interested throughout. But do you remember Rule of Nines? Was that the, the the bass heavy song they released a few years ago? There's it. a song that you show me. I'm oh pretty sure I... yeah, Electric Cross. Uh, yeah, yeah so that was that's... my initial reaction to yeah. them. That. that was my first song I ever heard from Trivium. I'm like, I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on with this bass? It's <laughs> <laughs> the craziest thing I've ever heard. And like, you go back to listen to a song like that and to hear where they progress. This it's a really mature sound as well. Yeah. so like They're a band that I'm really excited for, dude. Oh, God. I want to listen to Electric Cross now. What a fucking song. Uh, but yeah, that's Breakdown.
0: Loose, Surfer. I'm um, sorry. Um, <laughs> just going to go off my own little tangents. Let's move on there. Eh? Pot Shots. Quick questions. Quick answers. Do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? Go first, Nick, man. Nathan, the final four months of 2021 will be
1: better than the first eight. Yay or nay? Yay, Nick. I think we're going to get a lot more releases. We already know we're getting more albums, which we certainly didn't get in the first half of the year. Every time my die's is coming, we've just had Spirit Box. We've had Thrice release an album during the week. Don Broco, Broco's coming. coming. we got albums like that. So I can't wait, dude. And we've got a lot of good singles that have been released every week. Like, it feels like since we've been back, we're getting probably five to 10 songs like we can talk yeah. about. And. Dude, I love it. What yeah. about you? you uh, yeah, agree? new
0: Pride Lands, new Wild Hearts coming out. Um, I think November. So like, you know, there are going to be enough there. I I probably couldn't name you like five amazing heavy albums from the first eight months. Nah. and I can probably already probably guess that there's going to be five amazing well, can, albums for the
1: final four i can name you a few we'll come with the quiz but like we got silent planet got an album sleep token got an album got wage war even i don't really like him but they got an album we got dying wish yeah bands like that not including every time i die like it's dude it's gonna be exciting for you nick brown yes hecklers belong at sporting events not in the music world yay or nay
0: um yeah yay. i look you know Yeah, yeah. I think sport like I think it's fine in sporting worlds to to an extent. Obviously there's a line you don't want to cross there and that's the same music, but I think you know shouting out just dumb shit is just a bit silly. Um look, I'm I think there's some stuff that can come across in a funny way and there (laughs) are
1: yeah, pardon? See what happened. No, what happened? Please tell me. Oh no, okay. I I thought I'd throw this sort of plotchy for you. But um Ronnie Radke. Um during the week there was a couple of hecklers rocked up at a festival with fuck Ronnie Radke shirts. Yes, yes. And like obviously no you go in there for a reaction, aren't you? You're a big dickhead doing that. And yeah. he got called out. Well, they both got called out on the stage, and Ronnie, like, talks some shit and whatever, but... Like, if you're going to go and do that in this day and age, like, there's going to be people filming it. Yeah. No one's going to ever beat you up for it like they probably would have in the late 90s, early 2000s. Like, imagine doing that at a Pantera show yeah. or something. Like a yeah, Slayer it depends show. on the fan base, doesn't it? Yeah, like, 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 probably a- fall in reverse <laughs>
0: I'm going to have the most no. jacked
1: fans. <laughs> like, imagine, like, they said that on the YouTube video I watched. They're like, imagine Tom Araya having a shit like that <laughs> in a Slayer pit. They'd yeah. fucking die, dude. So, yeah. like... um. We know going to sport, we like giving shit to players, yeah. but like there is a line and a boundary and I don't think this is a place in the scene for this.
0: There the shit. is um there is that story I can't this is from a couple of years ago, I can't remember which member was. Um they were saying that they were on tour of falling in reverse and it was like outside of a outside of a bar and Ronnie Radke who's a Big dude. Um, say what, just he's a big dude. Say what you want about him. He's a big guy, and he had both security guards on like... each with one <laughs> arm, jump punching <laughs> them both essentially. And he reckons he beat them both up because they were both trying to fight him, and they were just. And then he's like, at that time, I knew never to fuck with Ronnie Radke dude, He's a big guy, and he's been to
1: jail. Apparently, you punch people in jail. He I beat the shit out of someone to go to jail. So, yeah, and he actually in the the call out of the, the two guys, he goes, "I'll get my bi- <laughs> my dad's biker gang to come <laughs> and punch you down." And he goes, "I'm not
0: fucking." No, like- well, that's wank so That's he's actually, yeah, wank he said that Which I didn't
1: like But his dad's in a bikey gang So he decided to call that vroom, out
0: Vroom vroom Yeah vroom vroom Oh my god <laughs> those baby, head, those Oh My
1: God But yeah dude That's funny
0: uh, Every time I die I have the album of the year Wrapped up Yay or nay Nathan Oh,
1: I'm gonna say yay Regardless I just think Like coming back from low teens The five singles have been good The newest one's The best song of all time I just think <laughs> Having the best song of all time And an album automatically Gets you into the top three contention yeah. And dude They don't release bad songs So yeah. we're not gonna get a bad album. It's not gonna be just a good album. It's gonna be a great album and above. So I think that is definitely gonna be the leader for me. Nick, Oli Sykes is the only man in the scene who can compete with MGK, yay or nay?
0: Um, nay, no, I don't think anyone can. Um, I yeah. think MGK has that appeal, man. Like you saw him at the VMAs recently with Megan Fox and like, you know, the Megan Fox and Courtney Kardashian. I'm trying to remember. Courtney with Travis, Travis yep, yeah. Yep. Like introducing the, them to play their song, you know, announcing them as their future baby daddies and stuff like that. Like they are absolutely entailed and culture. kind of tangled it's in pop, pop culture. culture. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, so much, and like, it's to a point where I feel like I've I've created this Nathan. <laughs> and getting on the MGK and I fucking hate it so much. I'm so over MGK because I, I think his fan base pissed me off so much. I think he's like a really, really good rapper. And I'm like, yeah. like he, he was never a great rapper. He was just kind of like catchy in that sense. But um, yeah, look, MGK's in a league of his own. Whether he runs this, this genre into the ground in the next couple yeah. of years, which I think is going to happen. But, yeah, you know, why not? You, know, you see that many people jumping on this train. Why not elevate it?
1: Well, he does. not exactly.
0: Yeah, he's trying, and it's also leaving a lot of people in the dust. Like I know the neck deep singer cracked it at MGK, saying like he's not he's not putting on um other pop punk artists. And he, to be fair, like no one's been playing shows recently, and yeah, all kind so of hard like, to
1: bring him out. Mate. And it's like you <laughs> know
0: MGK doesn't he doesn't have to he doesn't owe anyone anything really. And like I felt like that. That to me seemed like a band who were a bit upset that MGK's taken a sound that they love and maybe commercialized it a little bit too bit much. Popular, which is yeah. weird because yeah. pop punk only got big because it was commercialized. Like oh, Exactly. You
1: know, Good Charlotte and the Sum 41s absolutely. and Blinks of the World. So. Uh, yeah, it's a weird one. Yeah. Uh,
0: Nate, for you, Nate, yes. the scene has not progressed since the pandemic. Yeah, 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 So I want to talk about this a little bit. I just think, you know, we've had, what, 12 to 18 months, um, 18 months essentially, to in our rooms, or we haven't been able to do too much. And I just like naturally there hasn't been a hell of a lot of music released, but to me, you know, if you're a musician, if you're someone who has a little home setup or you know how to play an instrument, God, why aren't you trying just this why are you trying the craziest shit known to man and seeing what works like I really wish I thought the genres that were going to come out of this this um pandemic i instead of just like corona core or like pandemic core that was going to naturally the, the lyrical themes are all going to be like that I genuinely thought people were going to come out of this uh pandemic and there were going to be these weird hibernations of genres that we just wouldn't have seen and I know people might say this emo rap pop punk thing is that kind of is what's come out of it but to me like I just feel like there hasn't been enough innovation within ben Bands. There's a lot of bands who just kinda sound the same and of all the time, you know, if you know when you work five days a week or you work all this time, you naturally don't have as much time. when you're spending that much time at home, you have all the time in the world. Like I feel like people need to be more creative, Nathan.
1: Oh, I like that, dude. Yeah, I think you definitely equate that to the times. What we haven't really evolved, as you say, of bands trying different sounds. I guess Void did that. They did the the Hyperdux Relux or Redelux edition with all those different bands. They tried yeah. something but not enough artists kinda of have done that in, in like try, trying to change their yeah, sound. I guess bring me like gone going popier on this. So I guess we're gonna fight that. But yeah. That's
0: not like not, cha- I want I want new genres to come oh, out. Oh genres. Okay. I genuinely genre I, core. I really wanted something to come out of here. I really wanted de- I wanted like metalcore and like I don't know like full-on rap music to come oh, out yeah. together. I wanted hardcore music and country to come together yeah, i want a dubstep to come back like i wanted something but it just well it feels like the the music that was coming out before corona and currently are the kind same, of same. it's the same stuff no there's all it's just been naturally progressed rather than anything that's been forced upon us and that's when the, the actual change happens when something gets forced upon you like what fucking mgk did i hate MDK. saying i hate yes. saying it but
1: it, it's like he forced that upon the, like the scene Bring it back an old sound, Nick, and making it relevant in the modern day and age. It kind of works. <laughs> isn't yeah, it? it Seems to work in music, uh, dude. Music videos are better now than ever in twenty twenty one. Yeah or nay?
0: Eh? Um, oh, I'm gonna say nay. Just, oh no. I just think there's naturally because there's such a quantity of them. I think the average music video is probably not as good. I think the best ones are fucking excellent. Um, I could only imagine how uh, cringe it would be to go back to like early 2010s metalcore and like when everyone's wearing like the singlets and they're all like the house party videos oh no, and yeah. all that and like horrible. It will look terrible. But like, look, actually, I, yeah, I'll even take a band who actually did kind of the house party stuff and did it well, like Slipknot. Every Slipknot Slippers? video. Every Slipknot video is fucking amazing. Like that duality video, I would have killed a man to be in that fucking video. Oh God, I yes. would have murdered someone in cold blood as long as I could maybe get away with it, and to be in that video. But here I am, Nathan. Haven't murdered anyone. No, not in not, not in the duality video. They have a part two. Maybe I will kill someone. We'll see.
1: Jesus Christ, man! Can't dude, remember the question. Have you, <laughs> have you watched "We Got the Moose by Eskimo? Coldwell's? I have. I have. I have seen it. What a clip! Look,
0: yeah, it's it's quite exciting. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, it, oh. it, it's not quite hyper hyper level But it's not far it's off fantastic. it And to be anywhere near that level Is kind of crazy um, look, I love They're it. taking this novelty band Into the next level And you know what Fuck it Like They might as well Maybe they're the band Who's pushed um, forward During Corona Core. Well they have because they they're are.
1: the band that, That's the sound that yeah. Literally I actually I've seen it Um, I was looking at a lot of comments When you were talking about What you were talking about before About Eskimo Callboy What they're doing with this sound They go This is party core. Like It's yeah. literally like Bands have probably tried it in the past, like Attila doesn't take themselves too seriously. I know they've probably cancelled, but like to bring them up now, like Eskimo Cowboy cool actually are a fun band that you can actually go to a gig and listen to a song like this and hear the heavy parts, hear the melodies, and hear the hooks, and yeah. like get away with it. And have a- Nick. The rave scene in that clip is the best thing of all yeah, time when it just does that drop. But yeah, like, yeah, dude, it's exciting. nearly
0: it's nearly as good as the uh, "Every Time I Die" song to be honest. And to be anywhere near that's
1: kind of a compliment the, itself. And well, like, you look at the Drag Evolve clip with the tank. It's clip. good. People yeah. are just up in the game. I think with that, absolutely. Nice. Quiz. Uh, do, do we have a quiz. 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 One. Quiz for you. Quiz. Nick Brown. Quiz. Okay. True or false? <laughs> true. Question one. Nick. True or false? True. The dreads on Corey Taylor's old Slipknot mask were made from real hair. Ah, oh, true. They were made out of his own hair. Correct, yes. Nick Brown. Well played to you, one for one. Nick, one. two, which band is releasing the album Vengeance later this year? Ooh. Is it A, Trivium? B, Asking Alexandria? Oh. Mm. C, White Chapel? Mm. Or D, 12 Foot Ninja? Mm. Um, White Chapel. Great guess, Nick. It's not. They nah, it's, a... it's the other one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's not Trivium. They had an album called Vengeance. Yeah, that's why I put it there. Vengeance Falls was a pretty sure they had a song. Is it Asking
1: Alexandria? Oh, uh, no, it's not.
0: Is it Foot Ninja? It's Foot Ninja. I thought they'd have a more clever title
1: than yeah. Vengeance. Damn it, that's annoying. Watch I gave album, them too much credit. <laughs> Watch Apple's album's named Kin coming out. It's going to be very exciting. Uh, Nick, three. What Void Division song did Kadim France of Loathe feature on in the Hyperdays <sighs> Redux album? Was it A, Ooh. if only B, Kerosene Dream, C, Hole in Me, or D, Splinter? Um...
0: I'm going to go oh, Splinter. No. Going Splinter? Yeah. You're going in D? have a Splinter or Kerosene Dream. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to go Splinter.
1: We're going Splinter? Yep. Offspring album? Yep. Okay, you're correct. Correct, yes. yes. Nick, Nick, I just want to go through a couple of what they got on that album. Yeah. So, Nick, Jacob from Thornhill was on it. Pretty good. We got Bobak. Yep. We got Jamie from Polaris. Mm. John from Northlane. Mm. Kenta Crossfade. Mm. Garrett Russell Silent Planet. Mm. Lucas Woodland holding Absence. Mm. And then Echavandel. Mm. They got some beefy artists on that. Absolutely. Do you have album. a favorite? Oh, t- off the top of my head, I actually like this. I, I'm a Nick, I'm a loathe fiend at the moment. Yeah. I, I love Kedeem France. I love this song as well. We really enjoy the song Splinter. But um dude, Adrenaline was it, I think John was on that song from Northland.
0: Yeah. He was doing a remix
1: of it or something. Yeah, like
0: and yeah. like oh, I fucking love that as I well. Love eight, so. I love the I love the up late remix, the title track, the uh Oh the end track, yeah. Insane. That's insane. Yeah. It's probably my favorite track in the whole fucking thing. It's up great. It's
1: got a couple of good old, um, mm. good songs this year. But Nick Four. Yes. Finish this line. This isn't love. This is a car crash. This isn't love. Go. I'll meet you at the beach bash? Oh, no. <laughs> what? This, <laughs> this is... isn't love. This is a car
0: crash. This isn't love. Die for you. Bring me the horizon song. Came oh, this week. fuck out of here. I can yeah. barely understand... I can, when I watch a YouTube video, let alone oh, yeah. like a normal YouTube video I, rather I than a music that either, video, yeah. um, that is a cringe line. Fuck, man. Oh, I, I hate the song
1: now. Dude, they actually put that as a 20 second snippet. Like, oh, really? that part, which Shit. is horrific. Well, I said a line again. I want to have one more so guess. This is in love. This is a car crash. This isn't love. Uh, what's it's that? It's in bit? my
0: Mazda. Yeah. It's
1: <laughs> make it up. It's gonna it's be better than what it is.
0: It's in my Mazda.
1: <laughs> is that oh, it? This isn't love. This is a bloodbath. Oh, the, the fuck out of here. And then they repeat it, and the, the last bits a bullet in the head, and they go so they pull the trigger, and it goes into the little yeah little happy breakdown core cool part, and yeah, it's kind of shitty. But Nick Five, yes. what song has more streams? Yes. Counterparts, Wings of Nightmares, or Crossfaith Monolith? Crossfaith Monolith, easy. You can't look that in, mate. Easy. You don't want to think about it's that. It's the again? easiest one of, I've ever guessed. They go on. What are, the, um, what are the million streams on Spotify? Uh,
0: if, a Monolith, in my eyes, has 14 billion streams.
1: Okay, 14 billion. <laughs> and Wings of Nightmares? 20. <laughs> That's about So 20. Wings of Nightmares wins. No, 20, 20 streams. Fluff. Oh. <laughs> Not 20 billion. Right, it's Monolith with 4 mil compared to 3.2 mil. That's so you a win correct. for me. Six. Who played later at Unify 2017? Storm the Sky or Trophy Eyes? Uh, Storm the Sky. Played later. Both played on the Saturday. Storm the Sky seven forty till eight ten, and Trophy Eyes six till six thirty on wow. the day So interesting times of how they both evolved. One doesn't yeah. exist anymore, and one's a headliner. Seven. Who released the album Conquering during the week? Was it A. Fuck. Sleep Token. Fuck. B. Wage War. Fuck. C. Valley of Snakes. Fuck. Or D. Employed to serve. Employed to serve. Bang.
0: Yep. Bang. Great. Go. Great. Great band too. That's my Dr. Zoiberg remix. Um, do with that what you want.
1: <laughs> Fucking hell, what was that? Nah, dude, this is another British band. Correct, it was. Yeah. So They are doing awesome things. I love this album. I listened to it once. but The yeah. first listen, I really enjoyed it. Justine Jones is the singer. Yep. Gives a lot of Brian Garris vibes yes. on this. So get out. It's groovy as hell. Definitely one to was, check out for everyone listening. They
0: had an album... Uh, a couple of years ago that yep. was just insane. Uh, uh, what is it? Eternal eternal Forward Motion that came out in 2019. That was fucking insane. Um, great band. Really great band. A, a really critically acclaimed band as well. If you like
1: Spirit Box, you might like this. Talking of the pot shots about people evolving, this sound that they've got is a little bit of everything Yeah. if you want to try that. So if you want a new band, employ to serve British. British versus America. We're, we're all, all in on British. Well, I am anyway, but Nick. Okay, eight. Who am I? I'm an Aussie band with one name. Um, Dreg. Great guess mm, Not bad It's not them no. nah, though I made the Backbone 100 twice in 2018 And I got my name from a famous animated movie Ah uh, oh, fuck me uh, b- Wild Heart It's a great guess but that's uh, uh, Yeah okay no No no. One more guess I'll give you one more okay, guess okay. No more clues No
0: more clues? No more clues I, I have numbers in like my a, name I have numbers in my name Um t- Ten twenty seven
1: twenty three ninety. Nick Brown <laughs> Backbone Royalty. I didn't want to make it too obvious. Ten twenty seven. <laughs> What's the It might be a song by uh, someone. No, I don't know. It's, it's probably a Stone Sour song. Just was just
0: the first two numbers I could think of. You bastard.
1: Nick, <laughs> nine. No, what song has more streams? Good Charlotte, the anthem, or some forty one Fat Lip? Oh God.
0: Um. Both. Amazing songs Fat Lip's better But I'm going to go The Anthem for the win
1: Generation Pop Punk This was Nick yeah. So you're going The Anthem yeah, 248 billion streams On Spotify wow. Versus Some 41 Fat Lip 257 Yay. million So Fat Lip Reigns supreme Nick Who released the song Severing the Sense" During the week Was it A Silent Planet B Wild Heart uh, C Commoner uh, Or D Dying Wish um, Was this the Wild Heart song
0: Maybe can you tell me? Because I'm blocking it. It, it, it was not It was doing. Damn it, Nah, so,
1: dude, they got an album called Fragments of a Bit of Memory. October one, two weeks away. I cannot wait. This is one of my most anticipated for the rest of the year. Talking about albums coming out in the yeah. second half, but um, also Nick, all those songs and bands that we talked about in that quiz, are all on the backbone, take over two K yes. twenty one playlist, Nick Brown. So check out that on Spotify, but Nick, it wasn't just that. What's up? More shits happened. No way. Did you not see MGK versus Conor McGregor on the runway at? The MTV Music Awards. Talk to me. What t- happened here? I
0: tell you what. Me and MGK naturally know each other pretty well. I gave him a message.
1: You're not a McGregor fan, are you?
0: I, look, I never really cared about... No. I think UFC is a dumb sport. <laughs> I think anyone who likes UFC has low IQ. They but I also think it's. anyone who likes the, the heavy music scene has low IQ. So, like, I, who am I to judge anyone, really? Um, no, look. Conor McGregor's fine. Everyone love Conor when he's winning, but you're only good when you can when you when you talk the amount of shit that Conor does, it's only good when you can back it up. As soon as you can't back it up, everyone turns on you because then you're just the asshole who can't back up what they say. So that's what he is. And of all the people to go at, to go at someone who weighs twenty six kilos 26? soaking wet, I reckon he's, he's 19. Like, he's like six foot five and this absolute stick figure of a human. He is gorgeous, man. Well, let's not Beautiful take that away from it. But let's just let's just go. He doesn't weigh that much. He's his tattoo ink probably weighs more than his actual fucking body, <laughs> yes. and it's like, of all the guys, surely not. And then I don't know, Connor's Connor's tiny as well, He's a little man. Connor's, I, I, I reckon I could, I could beat Connor up. Not oh, well, kidding. There it is. Okay, I, I, I'm telling you now. Calling him out, Connor McGrath. <laughs> fucking, <laughs> we use his, we use his fucking voices as our intro, but we can't call out Connor. <laughs> How can, we, how can I say anyone who's fucking likes UFC has low IQ and we use his fucking intro from UFC?
1: I love that man so much, Nick. I don't want him punching me in the head. But Nick, couple other things. Nickelback versus Snowblind Revival, Nick. I don't know
0: what that half those words
1: mean. Our favorite band of all time, Nick, they're finding out what being rockstar is all about. Okay. Yeah. So have you seen this during the week? Nick, no, no. Nick, Rockstar? One of the great songs. Mm. I think you mentioned it last week. In the I show. fucking hate this song. But I'm uh, Nick, the fellas in Nickelback, they've got a lawsuit on their hands. Yes. This bloke has come out, Kirk Johnston, saying he had a song called Rockstar in 2001. Mm. And he showed an executive at Roadrunner who showed it to Nickelback who ripped it off. Nick, I've gone and done some deep diving on this. Okay. I've listened to both songs. Okay. The guys are fuckwit. They said no. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> He's an well, is jerk. he going to sue Post Malone as
0: well for oh. having a song called Rockstar? Exactly. Doesn't Roddy Rich have a song called Rockstar That's as well? Guess.
1: What is happening
0: in this world? I don't know, Nick. What, but first Nick... of all, can we find another fucking song title called, <laughs> other than Rockstar? Like, it's so obvious. Like, can we have? Can we put two brain cells together to think of something else? Also, Conor McGregor, I'm back off you. Fuck off. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Oh,
1: dude, <laughs> I'll curb <hilarious>. stomp you. <laughs> curb stomp him, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> fucking what is it? American history X style. Yeah, yeah. Nah, never I'll... seen it, but I reckon I'll probably do it to him. Two more things, actually, Nick. Brown UNFD have a mystery artist signing on yes. September 20 It's I mean, us. It's it, oh, an Cats out of the bag, we're, bitches, we're it's us! we been accepted finally into the world of rock and, ro- oh, it's all, all right, rock and Worth roll. We're pissing but. on your contract! Yeah, Nick, there's a there's a clever Oh my god. There's a clever <laughs> post I found on um Facebook. I saw that done a little bit of a deep dive. Um, yeah. there's a band called Death Spells same kind of writing that this was in that an okay. album 2016. And um so that's the post that they kind of popped up. I think it might be this band because Nick. So the band Actually, had a member from My Chemical Romance called Frankie Lera, who's already signed to UNFD. So this is another one of his bands. Are they going to sign this? Is this going to be the mystery signing? Because if it is, I'm going to write. It's just a fucking joke.
0: They had an album 2016. If it is them, dude, this is... Hang on, let me look at my Apple Watch. Shit, I'm not wearing mine at the moment. Let me look at my phone. It's September 19, 2021. Dude, I know. Why are we signing these bands?
1: I hope it's not them. I'm just saying this is... Signed
0: static (laughs) revenue!
1: we have been waiting for that for the last fucking 10 years. But, dude, I'm telling you, if this is the band that they signed, it's a fucking joke. We need two albums that we need. I just need to mention quickly. Absolutely. Plotting You had a song, I mean, an album called Swan Song, came out 10 songs, 35 minutes. I don't know if you checked it out at all. It's really good. Dude, this I is, really I really like this. This is almost I only on gave
0: it I gave it a listen just before you came over. I was really enjoying it. This, I only gave
1: it a few songs, but it's good. This is almost on the Spirit Box album for me. Yeah. So I, I'll listen to this. Face Me is one of my favorite songs of the year. If you yeah. if you haven't listened to yep. that, that's an incredible song. But I'm um, comparing this to their last album, Dispose, which we really enjoyed twenty eighteen, yep. probably would have been higher up in the list if we go again. But um, dude, they used to be a generic metalcore band and they've evolved. And Landon Chewers, we talked about him last week as well. He's a great lyricist and great songwriter and this album is the definition of progression where they started. Yeah. So I really enjoyed this.
0: I really like this as well. I thought um, his voice sounds great. The heavy moments sound one like of That's the... the thing. They sound like he, they actually earn these moments. He it doesn't feel singers?
1: as forced. Pardon? Is he one of the best singers in the scene, do you think?
0: Well, you know, Nathan, in my own humble opinion, I am a singer, so everything I say is correct. <laughs> Number one is Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Number two is me And number three is uh, Landon (laughs) Tudus tutors, tutors.
1: We're going up Nick I gave you homework last week Yes You listen to Thrice at all I did listen to Thrice Give me a a little uh, Give me a couple of sentence summary
0: Okay I thought the songs were good but they weren't amazing some of the time. But some of the time they were amazing. So then they kind of had a decent album with a good release, but an album that I don't know if I will come back to in years to come. But that means the album is pretty good.
1: I like that. <laughs> I don't know how many sentences that was. I was putting hyphens. They weren't like, you do the two dots, it doesn't end the sentence. Everyone that was telling you the Deftones comparison, they're a lot more Southern rock than the metal that yes, Deftones yes. are. So they've got a lot of Southern rock vibes to go on there. Maybe but... I was
0: thinking a Glass of thrice. I can't remember. One oh. of the bands sound like Deftones.
1: <laughs> no, 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 dude, they are. They, yeah. they, they, they've had the Deftones vibes with the singer there, but I've given it one listen. I'll probably get a better view during the week of what I think about it, but a few good songs, like you say. There's a couple of throwaways, but couple of... There's a lot... Dude, I listen to more music this week than I have in probably the last yeah. month. So there's been a lot of good releases. We'll probably get a better idea going forward in the next week what we actually like, what we don't like. But... Yeah, check him out on the Spotify um, playlist. I've just
0: been listening to Donda for the last four weeks. Oh, this dude, I great. And Playboy Cardi. Mm. Oh, he's yeah. got a new album, Narcissist, coming out soon. Oh, yeah. He's a weird little dude. All of his vocals sound really weird. He's like... Have you heard off the grid. I'm at the grid. Tattoos on my wrist. Sounds like you on the show.
1: he's ripping you off. I love it. Give can't help it. Give me a cut. Give him a cut No, he owes you a
0: cut He does end. owe me yeah. a cut So a does Connor blasted. I'm, I'm stomping you too, Connor I already said that Is so the right. Baby
1: Keem The other album that you Yes, you, yeah. the Melodic Blue I saw you this I listened not bad. That kind of of week. It's yeah. not bad It's got okay. some good
0: songs There are yeah. some songs That are insanely Kanye 808s And Heartbreaks Well, but he's on the I Kanye Donner album. album, isn't he? He is Yes He's on okay. the song Praise God With Travis Scott Which is my favorite song on the album Ba-da-da-ba-da-boom ba da 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 ba da i da da I need a new girl My old one <laughs> I swear that's like not far off what he does. And, Oak, Nate, can you confirm what's tonight? Dude, that's great. Yeah, that's exactly you. what the i The high actually pitch is envisioned. hard without any effects.
1: Oh, I go to sleep listening to that. Yeah. I'll put that as my ringtone. Thank
0: God. It cannot always be Nate or whatever the fuck he's. Uh, Donda says at the start. Anyway, good show. Thanks for listening. Great show. Come to see us Wednesday and uh, we'll talk uh, night and day versus. Is it night and day? Night and day, yes.
1: Oh, versus Unify.
0: Versus Unify for Wednesday. We'll be competing the headliners and the other bands against each other in a battle royale. And um, winner takes all. Winner gets my vote. So come for that. Drink eh? Billsons. Drink Billsons. Drink Bills. Take pills. Fuck off. Okay, cool.